0: But I remember it was like you could make your own pizza or, or whatever online. And so I was like, I thought I had this combo down. I, I, like, I got the pizza, I figured it out. And I was like, you know, I'd do it all. And it's like fucking, you know, two ninety five per topping or some shit like that. And I'd do this pizza. And then one day I like, couldn't do it online. So I did it on the phone. And the dude's just like, man, that's just the Godfather pizza. <laughs> <laughs> to make a living, hard to get to
1: Oh, bro. Oh, yeah. Hello and welcome along to the Community
2: Notice Board. Well, Should right. we get going, Jamie yeah, Boy? Yeah, ready when you guys are.
3: All right. Hello, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming of age towers. We've got a very special guest today, a very funny comedian. He's based in the UK, but he's come down to grace us with some stories. It's
0: Ray (laughs) Badron. How are you, mate? (laughs) Hey, guys. Yeah, good, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. Awesome. Very excited
3: to to have you on because you're the first person in the Wollongong region we've had on.
2: Oh, really? In the the, Illawarra.
0: Yeah, there's not many Wollongong comedians. I can actually think of, like, at our level that you know, three. I mean, I think there's bigger ones, but, like, more famous ones, but three... Do you know? Do you know? Three, who yeah, are?
2: no, I'm not I sure. Guess one? We I would not
0: know. One of them might be a bit older out of your time Shane Madison. Did you guys remember no, Shane no, Madison? I don't know. Shane, he was like Miller. mates with like Eric Hutton. Oh, like yeah, yeah, ben yeah. yeah no, right? I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah. And then a guy from Melbourne. Oh, Jack. Drews. Oh, Jack. Jack Drews, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. Jarrangong, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, right. yeah. I didn't know Jarrangong was in. I know it's just like south. just south, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. I same it's area.
0: Technically not Wollongong, but yeah, it's just it's got gong tr- in the name. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, just yeah, the yeah. gong nah, no towns.
2: <laughs> so then, wh- what part, Right. You're from. I'm Mount, from Mount Oosley. Mount yeah. Oosley, mate. And just a little sleepy suburb there. What, what's yeah, going I on guess
0: there? so. It's like one of them suburbs too that's like you know, there's three suburbs next to it sort of thing. So it's kind of which it's like four streets maybe or something like that, but it's like um it's kinda of near the university when you come into Wollongong. Yeah. yeah,
2: right. It's a little little didn't get up to much trouble then. You were okay there? No
0: I man, like real cliche, like people play cricket on the cul-de-sac, like in the street and stuff like that. Yeah. And like um my parents had a pool and like Neighbors like, would come and use the pool and shit like that, yeah. yeah. You say that overseas, you know, your parents had a pool and like neighbors come and use the pool and stuff. They think you're like a fucking millionaire. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, where'd you fucking <laughs> grow yeah. up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With yeah. your
2: butler yeah. and your fucking yeah. elevator. Race yeah. like the Great Gatsby or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, we had a pool growing up and I had friends come over and shit like that. It was great. But it was, uh, we had a, like, were you there until you were like 18? Oh. No,
0: I went to um. I oh, shamedly went to boarding school. Oh, oh really? Yeah, 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 yeah I'm, no. I'm not rich growing, growing
2: up right now. <laughs> 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 oh, <I'm fucker. laughs> <laughs> I
0: left that out of the where did you grow up question. <laughs> <laughs> Driveways uh, were paved with gold. Uh, yeah, exactly. If it's any consolation, I did get uh, asked to leave. Like I got kicked out, but like asked to leave, it's like the nicest way yeah. Yeah. of uh, Like an
2: honourable discharge
0: sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we won't put this in your record if you just go quietly. <laughs> Okay, like,
3: like being in a bar, where like you can finish your drink, mate, yeah, yeah, but no yeah, more. Exactly. You're yeah, 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 just yeah. like I'm yeah. going to finish this yeah. so slowly. Yeah. 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 Other people are getting dragged out, and I've just
0: got tapped on the shoulder. You get your yeah, be like,
3: yeah, I'm one of the good ones. Yeah, <laughs> what do you get asked to leave for?
0: My brother, my younger brother was. This is even crazy. My younger brother was. The captain of the boarding school. (laughs) He was younger than you and then I got kicked out, yeah. (laughs) Oh shit. Well
2: when you were kicked out he was the captain? Like no. No, he was younger than me, so he got next year, the right. Captain, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he redeemed the Badren name at the school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as an
0: average, we just kept it as normal. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it constant five out of ten. You uh, know, yeah. yeah, what
2: did, did you do? Can you say what you did or was it just Um No, simulation? we don't talk about that.
0: Nah. <laughs> 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 no, I just thought it was multiple shit. It was just lots of shit. But um, it's always, I sort of always get away with um, being a good... Good hearted kid, or so, like a good person. So, like, I'd get, get to the school council or some shit like that. So, um, but eventually, I think the, the straw to break the camel's back was the bunch of us were smoking pot at university at, uh, at, at school at, at boarding school
2: right. yeah right yeah, that's yeah, yeah. pretty frowned upon i imagine
0: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, d- I haven't read all the rules <laughs>
2: <laughs> i didn't yeah. see that one yeah. <laughs> saw the no smoking sign i thought that's cigarettes <laughs> yeah. not fucking weed <laughs> oh right that sucks but yeah I, I i don't know did you guys have anything you wanted to bring up Should we um, go i've got about? a
1: few characters if you want to jump in we've kind of expanded to the whole wollongong area Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Mount Oosley, is, as far as I can tell, there's no, no shops or anything, right? It's just residential. Oh, of
0: course no shops, yeah. No, no, there wouldn't be one shop in Mount Oosley. No. Right, right. But across, there was, there was a, um, so before the A-League, there was the NSL, which yeah. was like the football uh league or what it soccer league. Yep. And there was uh the Wollongong Wolves. Yep. And they won it. Like they won it twice or something like this when I was a kid and my next door neighbour the guy across the street from me his name was uh, is his Barry Horsley but his son was called Matt Horsley and he was the captain of the Wollongong Wolves oh. and, there was, and, and his went, brother got kicked
2: out of the Wollongong Wolves <laughs> 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 um,
0: so but there was a time and then there's the Wollongong Hawks the Illawarra Hawks they were a the basketball team and there was a time where, like, um, they both won the championship. Right. And on the highway on the way in, there was a sign saying, like, NBA, uh, NBL winners and uh, yeah. NSL winners. That was, like, a big sign on the way into Wollongong. Yeah. But, yeah, Matt Horsley being um, the, our next door neighbor, like, the Horsleys and that, that was pretty cool because it was just at this time, we'll have we'll got, like, you know, you just, it's a big sporting sporting town. mm, mm. Sort of known for, I think, Wollongong's known for, like, Steelworks, sports, and then university. Mm. And then, like, if you want to be funny, probably unemployment or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> can rule a three but, on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's this penalty shootout. I just remember this when I was a kid. It was, like, the A-League, a- a- not A-League, NSL Grand Final, whatever. Wollongong was in it. It was on TV. I think that it's it's on YouTube. It's, like, I've watched it again. and It's, like, um, they're in Perth, Perth, I think. And it's so funny because it's just so 90s and it's so like soccer in the 90s in Australia (laughs) like people what they're wearing and shit but it's this penalty shootout that like everyone scored went through the whole team twice <laughs> <laughs> so it's like gets to the 13th kicker and each like the keepers have kicked and, then gone back. and I remember the it was just man. so crazy the game and it was also Wollongong was down 3-0 at, in the first uh, half and yeah. then came back and it was just this thing and Barry Horsley was walking up and down in the, the middle the, of the street we could see him like he was walking up and down in the middle of the street yeah, man yeah, man. could not watch the penalty Christ. shootout he was just too nervous oh, yeah fuck. what do you mean the He'd keeper yeah. everyone's gone He'd I also burned some
3: calories walking down the street where four teams worth of people <laughs> <laughs> miss penalty yeah. It's just like, you know, yeah. penalty shootout, you expect to be gone for like two and a half minutes. Yeah. As a lifelong England fan, I will not watch penalty shootouts or I'll just watch them like this all the time because they always fucking lose. Did yeah. and you ever- I
0: think, if I remember correctly, Matt, Matt missed his penalty. Matt Hawesley missed his penalty. Uh, yeah. uh, I was, was going to say, right. just fucking kicking <laughs> holes in the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. did
1: you ever get any, like, Refracted glory From him just being like You know he uses my pool Right <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh well, we would He would like Come visit Barry And we'd all, uh, Like we'd see him And stuff like that When we were kids And he would like We, we just thought He would bring us Like a shirt or something like That it was pretty cool yeah. yeah And there was another guy That like Played for Wollongong Wolves, Called Scott Chipperfield yeah. And he played, ended up playing for Australia. Yeah, like he played Australia for Australia when they made the World Cup. The yeah, first yeah, time yeah. I think yeah, he yeah. was a. Um, he was in like Copenhagen or something like that, or somewhere. Yeah, in, like, yeah somewhere. In I think he
2: was before he went to Europe because the NSL was like semi-pro, so not everyone got full-time wages. And I think he, I'm pretty sure Chipperfield was like a bin man, like and then a soccer player. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, because he, he
0: kind of still is. So yeah, I mean, like yeah. He, <laughs> he sits at like he's kind of like I mean. Uh, No, not there's gonna be any crossover with Scott Chipperfield fans, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But he goes to his pub like in Wollongong, one of the worst pubs all the time, and he just sits there and he drinks and he's like, I think he's got something to do with like horse racing and stuff like that now, or something like that, harness racing or some shit like this. And I think he does something with gardening and labouring and stuff like that. But it's just so crazy because he went to the World Cup and our best ever like soccer team or whatever, and like he played in Europe and this and that. And it just sits at this, like, I'm talking the worst pub. Like, I can't even think <laughs> of a pub around here that's, like, shit enough to be in <laughs> to, 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 to equal that, you know? Which pub is it? It's called The Charles in, in Wollongong, and yeah. it's like... Um, I think the yeah. one
1: I always go to is The Illy, and I, if it's the one that does karaoke...
0: No, it's a one that you wouldn't have gone like you wouldn't even like yeah you wouldn't have gone right. to it yeah it's so shit but like <laughs> um and he just like he just drinks there and he's sort of yeah gone back to his but I just think it's crazy he must be like oh, footballers these days or soccer players these days I get paid so much and he's yeah. just got mm. probably nothing to show for it it was in you know,
2: anyone like, who gets into horse racing uh, as yeah. a career right? it's not like it's more like he's lost his money horse racing more
0: yeah like, oh, fuck so Scottish field, it's it I mean that's yeah. Yeah, that's a that's the celebrity gossip. Bit of a bit of
2: um, Wollongong Wolves. So it was a sporty town though. Everybody sort of was into. It. I guess when you're winning, yeah. everyone's into it, right? I went
0: to Wollongong Uni and um, I did like a science degree there, but I remember there was a, I don't remember much of it, but I remember there was one thing in one subject. They said um, there's this thing the three Ws in Australia, like a uh, Wollongong, Wagga Wagga, and Western Australia, and like a disproportionate amount of sports stars come from these three oh, places. Right. And they like try to find out why. But one of the reasons I think why it's that it has the most um parks per person uh-huh. at each place does so have a high proportion of parks to people. Fair right. enough. Yeah.
2: I did see something that um is to do with there is a lot of parks and a lot of parkways, is that um apparently Wollongong has a crazy magpie problem. Um and in fact, um a man in twenty nineteen was killed because a magpie swooped him while he's riding his bike fucking hell drove into a fence died the locals this this magpie was such a a beast that the locals named him Swoop Dog. <laughs> <laughs> so Swoop Dogs just had hacking so, everyone. It's a cute
3: nickname for a killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's very,
2: uh, old Swoopy's up to it again. Yeah. The guy's just getting stretched off. I mean, if he knew that, they would encourage him. If anything, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like everyone's calling me <laughs> Swoop Dog. Flying around with a gold chain. <laughs> <Yeah. on. laughs> but uh, I found this hilarious though because uh, that happened 2019, and it, it's like. September's peak magpie season in this country, right? That's when they're, they're protecting the nests and all that sort of stuff. And there's all these areas in Wollongong where there's like um, just really crazy magpies um, right near um, the roads. And that, But that didn't deter anyone from planning that Wollongong was going to be the site between the 18th and 25th of September of the World Road Cycling Championships 2022, <laughs> the third most important bike race in the world after yeah. the Tour of Italy and Tour de France. And Recording record numbers of deaths. Yeah. yeah. And the, so all these, like, the world number two cyclist in the world, this Belgian guy, Remco Evenpul. he's, like, he was getting attacked. And he's like, I'm afraid of them. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and he's like, some local said, I've got to mount some antennas to my helmet, but that's not very good for aerodynamics. <laughs> all yeah. these locals are like, put some fucking hot <laughs> tires <laughs> on your <laughs> helmet. <laughs> and then the fucking finish line was right outside... Um, uh, where was it? Lang Park in Wollongong Right near the beach there And right next to the finish line Is a sign that says Warnings Birds swooping Dismount and walk your bike Through this area <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what that fucking thing Would have been doing that was, that It'd it be was, funny
0: like, if there was like Someone like You know Going pretty well in the race And then sees that And gets off the bike Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Cool runnings yeah. But they're winning yeah. You know Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: But yeah, no, it was like it, it was a huge um I don't know how they picked Wongong of all the places in the world to have it, but it was a, it's a massive uh and I only just finished up the, the World Cycling Championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I saw that. It was like the seventh I was like saw it as like the seventh biggest sporting event or something in Australia. Yeah, it's, or like it's third crazy. biggest in the world for cycling event. I was like it's like oh,
2: it man? also went through Mount Oosley, um One of the tra- went through Mount Uzley Road, Foothills Lane, scooting through right through the guts of um, Mount Oosley, So that was something that would have happened. The only know? reason
0: I could think of is like. What city could we shut down most of the streets of <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like a yeah, it's like a movie
2: set. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, it's like a fake New York street. It's like a fake city. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah.
0: So, like Wollongong came out it was like what lockdown after lockdown?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great man my, uh, um,
3: i mean my only experience with wollongong i've only been like a couple of times it's always you drive straight to that master builders club baby oh, yeah. wollongong comedy i'm
4: yeah. doing
2: gigs in wollongong yeah. me too you must have done comedy there growing up would you go straight to sydney to do comedy
0: no there wasn't any comedy growing up like sounds so old but like comedy's just grown so much in the last decade or so you know mm-hmm. like it um just globalized then like And and you see it in Europe over there, like, a lot of these, um, a lot of, like, non-English-speaking countries now like got, like, small comedy scenes, like, akin to, say, kind of healthy, akin to, say, maybe, like, the the Gold Coast or somewhere like that, like a a regional town Mm. or something, maybe, like, Wollongong, you know? So, but when I started, if there was a gig, there wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, a, Comedy, there was no comedy, no. Yeah, no, no. Right. right.
2: So you, you eventually you would have gone back home and done a gig though, right? You would have done something yeah, after yeah, a while. Yeah, 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 and I was did it raw comedy there. I did my, I uh, did like the, f-
0: oh, uh, not finals. Whatever, the heats. The comp heats or whatever. Is it
2: where, where did they do
0: that? Where was that at? The packed the Illawarra. Oh, my no. I don't think I yeah. ever did
2: we did the definitely the
0: Builders Society, which builders was a great. Builders rock. Yeah. Did you ever do that? Yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. did that. It was in a few incarnations, yeah. wasn't it? They had upstairs, downstairs. I've only there.
3: ever done the downstairs. Had some great memories there. Once was there with uh, uh, Luke, Joseph Ryan, and Chris Keery, and he just leveled, and me and Chris did okay. And then people came around, and it was like me, Luke, and Chris standing there, and the guys being like, "Man, you were so funny." And you guys did comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like, all ah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that's like cool. The, the brutal shit. It's the
0: worst when they like com- like make it a competition, you know? Like you were the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> like they
3: looked at it like they looked at me and Chris and we were like looking at me like we don't need the compliment. And they were like, "Oh, we're going to try find something." They, yeah. "That's uh, nice shoes, buddy." You know? Uh, <laughs>
1: like, I think I've said this before in here, but there was like gig, there was like an open mic at the Norfolk Hotel. Terrible. Like tiny square room essentially you could probably fit eight audience members and they'll be packed and it was just a dod- like shit night it's two audience members everyone did like pretty shit and Duggan did really well just doing crowd work and afterwards this guy walks past and goes I'm talking to Duggan and he goes mate you were so funny and then he looks at me and goes you were fun <laughs> it's like, it's like two letters off man. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the NY. You learn them. you'll get them,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch this guy a bit more, you know what I mean? Like learn uh, from him, uh, he'll uh, teach I you. That's good
3: one they had like one time I was emceeing there and there was a there was a hens party, but it was all like 45-year-old women, so they had the sash on in it and oh, I thought it was going to be a nightmare, but they were so cool. They were so loose and rowdy and I was like joking with them. Like on stage and being like, oh, maybe I'll leave my wife for you and stuff, so, and they and they're loving it, like <laughs> whooping and stuff. And then afterwards, I went upstairs and had a cigarette, and they were all like up there, and the, like I hear them be like, "Go on, just go talk to him." He said he'd leave. And I, was, uh, I, I was like, oh, this is just a joke, guys. Fuck. I'm not gonna leave my wife
1: for some person at <laughs> Wollongong comedy. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Oh man, I got a um, I got a bit of a character, Wollongong local. Uh, this is a bit of a three-parter, so it's just a story that fucking blew my mind. Um, I'll just start with the headline. New South Wales man charged after receiving a blowjob on a Wollongong train. Oh, I like it. So <laughs> so this so it's bloke, a long, yeah, right, it's a Wollongong okay. train. I think it was the service from Port Kembla. Um, so Fairfax reports the man was riding a morning service from Port Kembla on December 14, 2017, when he noticed a female passenger masturbating.
2: Okay, so, <laughs> so he upped the ante there. Dude. He approached her,
1: <laughs> which is that's a tough
4: approach. Like, you know, <laughs> that's, a, that's a ballsy <laughs> move. He's He's the <laughs> yeah. a um, he the Chief walk He
1: uh, approached her, and after a brief interaction, she began performing oral sex on him. Uh, then in brackets, <sighs> he later told police that he didn't pay for it. So we really want you to know that this was, uh, you know, it's just all above board, smooth moves. Afterwards, he used his bottle of Coke to clean himself <sighs> up. Okay. So he's poured Copel over his Johnson. Yeah. Oh, you right, do? <laughs> The story <laughs> took a pretty
0: big turn. He's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. really tried to admit any blame to. Like, she was masturbating. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. didn't yeah. pay for it. Oh, she was, was so horny. She <laughs> like, it's just a normal... She, she just, just sucked, sucked anyone off. Yeah. You know, when you're on a train and there's a masturbating girl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you don't have any money. Um, he goes... I wasn't having a. Oh, sorry. The staff came in and they thought there was piss all over the ground. That was the coke that he just poured all over himself. <laughs> so he goes, I wasn't having a piss. I spilled my coke and <laughs> have yeah, a look. It's just coke. <laughs> what an elaborate right. story. Uh, he, direct quote from the guy I got a blowjob on the train and I was rinsing my cock off. <laughs> oh. He said. <laughs> Um, with Coca-Cola. It's probably burned.
2: Yeah. It'd be fun. bubble. bubble. one of those things would so put It's not going to be pleasant. Something in a yeah, glass yeah, of Coke yeah. and it and melts you out the, the metal off it or whatever. Yeah. It's like
1: fuck oh, <laughs> So that one's published uh, I think March 13, 2018. Um, 2 days later he <laughs> gave an interview with the Daily Mail. Just to, he wanted to clear his Doing the media, Sure, up, yeah. Okay, <laughs> wanted to clear things up. It was Pepsi Max. So, <laughs> 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 so this time they name him Shane Brennan, father of three, by the way. Oh, fine. Seven hundred dollars placed on twelve months of good behavior. Um, so <laughs> following his sentencing, he walked out of the court and said to the media, "Someone from Daily Mail, how can you be so lucky and unlucky in the one day?" <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> this guy's That's pretty
1: good yeah. Yeah. It's so
3: bad.
2: And then it, and I would have got away with it too uh,
3: Imagine going home to your wife Just your pants covered in Coca-Cola yeah. like, you It happened understand. again She yeah. was
1: beating off <laughs> didn't pay for um, According to Brennan The woman who is well known to police had a oh, that's m- never a good had example. a mad body.
0: She's probably <laughs> an undercover police officer. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the easiest
2: honey traps of all time. Just a woman. We got to send you down. You got to masturbate <laughs> on the train. you have got to catch yeah. people. Oh, sh- all right, bro. Hey, <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Um, yeah, he was quick to point out that. To the paper that she had a mad body. That's what he wanted to <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, and she, apparently she approached him on the platform and said, I'm horny. Will you fuck me? So direct quote. Wait, she, is this before or after? This is before. Okay. So direct quote. He goes, uh, she was pretty horny and ready to go. He said, toey as. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> fucking imagine. Guy,
1: uh, he said he declined to have sex with her. But then when she started masturbating on the seemingly empty train carriage, he decided to whip it out and... Uh, let her go to town.
0: Are there pictures here? And like, not, not of the event, of the people.
1: I've got, I've got one other guy, comes out. Um, and yeah, so he goes, she was the one masturbating. If she didn't offer me nothing, I wouldn't have fucking done it. Um, <laughs> it was, it was over, in, over in minutes and he goes, as soon as the deed was done, I was out of there and off, which is when he was met by City Rail because he didn't know they had cameras all through the train. And he, he also seemed a bit confused as to whether or not his actions would be considered normal. Another direct quote from him. You'd think the train guard would have said, good on you, mate. <laughs> 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 what universe is this good <laughs> no. How good
0: is
4: it?
1: And then he goes, how many fucking men would have knocked it back? <laughs> um, so then th- that comes out, I think three days after the initial report. And then another three days later, a few more details come to light.
0: Um, He's writing a so, book. It, it actually does sound like... Bullshit, like complete bullshit. It do- yeah, it so does. Far. like you know. Absolutely. This attractive girl just seduced me on a train. Yeah, you know? yeah. Port exactly. Kembla, the worst area of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, myth. actually, and Port Kembla, I think. Um, I don't know if this is true now, but like it was known as having like. A sex working street uh, Something like that oh, really Because I think it originated From like steel work areas And oh, stuff which, like that Right and right
1: then, Yeah Okay Right guys um, sure. Well they, they Eventually like Both the guy and the and the woman Have both been charged She She's come out with her own Like um, She's approached the media as well And she apparently said that The reason that she did it Was because it was her birthday <laughs> <laughs> And it was something She always wanted to <laughs> do gotta treat yourself uh, and then, just something the she always wanted always to wanted, do, wanted to do. Beat up on a train, apparently. And Ooh. then the judge also was like, "She said it was her birthday, and it was not her birthday." Like, it
0: was a late <laughs> birthday gift to myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other thing that just the last little bit of a twist um, is that the bloke Shane Brennan, uh, a photo emerges of him. Uh, just with a big old white pride tattoo across the guts.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh it's man! Bit yeah, of a milkshake, milk dude, looking like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. I knew <laughs> it. So like, I just you have because you thing. hear this story, you kind of like not knowing what it's going to be. But then I was just like, no, nah, it's pork. It's just going to be this. It's <laughs> yeah, just a example, rat, you know like a yeah.
1: white pride tattoo. So that's uh, the story um, of Shane Brennan and Chantel. You,
0: like, you know that um, modern um modern that love cartoon. It's it Damo and Darren or something like that. That that was like went a bit viral, and that's they they um a the guy made it, and it's now been turned into a TV show for the ABC, I think. Uh, um, I th- yeah, it I think i Damo and of it. Darren, it's a Siggy Butt Brain or something. Yeah, like I've heard Siggy Butt Brain. Yeah, it's like a cartoon, but that's at right. like uh, <coughs> that's at a train station near there, like that da- 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 uh, uh, right train station. Right. <laughs> so yeah. you can just hear the like announcement in the background, and it's like set on like yeah.
2: I've seen, that's when I used to watch a footy show and they used to go to the Dapto dog racing track. And that was like, and I didn't know what Dapto was as a kid. Mm. You know, but it was like everyone, it was, obviously it was like just everyone, no one had teeth. All tracky-dacks down at the dog racing. My auntie does live there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? is it a birthday on the tree?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. We always go down there to the, I suppose it's like, it is pretty like dodgy we we go to the races at Kembla Grange, always down there. The horse race, yeah. yeah and it seems fine enough. It seems fine. I'm okay. not hanging out at the train station very often. you know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not treating not yourself out for your birthday. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, so was it, it
2: wasn't too rough though when you're growing up, like.
0: Um, I mean that's the more southern part of Wollongong, so, you know, not not the part like I came from was more. Well, it's kind of like Newcastle, I suppose, yeah. you know. Like, there's probably like, you know, just a re- like, you know, more outskirts and mm-hmm. regional and re- uh, parts of it like that. But, um, no, no, it wasn't really. I feel like there, it's
1: like with Wollongong, it's like nice. And then you go further south and it gets dodgy and dodgy, but then you go even further south again, nice again. Yeah. Like where Jarangong like we were talking about and Giro and stuff is like super yeah, nice. It doesn't element. have
0: like the north coast vibes, but yeah, it's certainly um like the richness of sort of uh central coast or whatever and stuff like that and further up. But yeah, it certainly does. Yeah, and right. then like the north part of Wollongong like Trule and Coal Cliff yeah. and Ostermere and all that, that's like as expensive as Sydney now. Yeah, like more even oh, really? parts of it, yeah. It's like a, yeah. But yeah. I, I did, played I played um I did Played soccer at Bale, Gowdy, Bale Gowdy Magpies, oh, and I did magpies. Surf, magpies, surf club at the South Beach Penguins. I think it was South Beach Penguins. Sea. So yeah. I, I never really ventured too far down South. Right.
2: Did you go to, um, was Fairy Meadow right nearby?
0: Fairy Meadow's where the Charles is, where Scott Chipperfield goes to the park, oh. and it's not too far from Mount Oosley. I did and see, it's like... Yeah. Yeah, that's near about Gownie. It's near every, like. It's just yeah. It's, right I, in the I was I was there like five days ago. Did yeah. you get?
2: Have you ever got the Dominoes from Fairy Meadows? Because I've uh, got a f- bit of funny story of a guy. Twenty sixteen, Tim Driscoll ordered thirty seven dollars worth of delivery from local Domino's store, and uh, they failed to deliver, and he's <laughs> he's waiting. Fourteen months for his delivery <laughs> before <laughs> he took him to court and sued him,
4: <laughs> <laughs> and he won
2: twelve hundred bucks from Domino's. <laughs> Holy shit! This guy is like a personal injury claims lawyer, and he took Domino's to court. He asked for nine thousand dollars in damages <laughs> because that's they didn't so give funny. him a fucking pizza order, and uh, Domino's just didn't turn up to the court case. And the judge awarded him twelve hundred bucks. Jeez, that's not <laughs> bad. I, don't I know. Bracket. Yeah, yeah. He's just like a guy who <laughs> knows the fucking fourteen system. months. Like yeah, yeah. So he was eating he ordered it. They didn't come back and he put in a complaint and then he waited like a certain amount of time because he knew the system. And after 12 months, uh, he took him to court and said they, so never, they never delivered on their contract and damages nine grand, the cheeky bastard went for. But,
1: uh, It'd be so good if like the whole time the app was still
2: like showing <laughs> yeah. <the app> still. <laughs> 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 We're cooking. <laughs> <laughs> cooking We've got to find it. It's just sitting there Got <laughs> fucking bugs all over it. I you,
0: you know. And that, remember when like... Um, when when pizza first like Domino's was the first one to sort of go online with uh, the the internet and shit thing? like yeah. that, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. just like it was a novelty in itself, you <laughs> know. Like you were getting a lot of they were getting a lot of traction just from that technology, I'd say. I know. But I remember it was like you could make your own pizza or, or whatever online, and so I was like, I thought I had this combo down. <laughs> like, I like, got the pizza, I figured it out, and I thought, like, you know, I'd do it all. And it's like fucking. You know, two ninety five per topping or some <laughs> shit like that, and I would do this pizza, and then one day I like, couldn't do it online, so I did it on the phone, and <laughs> the dude's just like, "Man, that's just the Godfather pizza." <laughs> 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 it, was like, <laughs> it was like one less ingredient. I was paying three times the amount for one less. Ingredient. <laughs> One <laughs> less ingredient. Oh, that's incredible. Sixteen bucks that's or so some fun. shit. It was like <laughs> could have been six or like, 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 <laughs> yeah. so They need invented. one of
3: those uh, you know like the chatbot assistants that are on all websites now, yeah. like just one on Domino's being like, It looks like you're trying to make a Godfather pizza <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, you're yeah. spending <laughs> sixty-seven dollars to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I remember that you used to make it and you, and you could, everyone could upload your own like make and then other people, you could
1: like get Susie's version of whatever yeah, from, yeah, And they're yeah. always just dog shit, yeah. that was ridiculous. Yeah. When, when they first started like the whole online ordering system where you just, you'd turn up to pick up your pizza and it all, you have your name up on the TV or whatever, my cousin just for months after that, we'd be out drinking beers and he'd always be like, check this out, walk into the Domino's and be like, oh yeah, I'm just picking up an order for Shane. And then the lady'd be like, Sorry, you've got nothing in here. He's like, Well, I ordered it, I paid for it. And she'd go, You get evidence? He's like, No. And then he would just stand there until they gave him a free pizza. <laughs> we we just, and he just kept doing it. I was like, man, you can't, like, you, oh. you can do that maybe three, four times with different <laughs> staff <laughs> yeah. on At the same place as yeah. well, every yeah. time. The dominant, just
2: because <laughs> it was a crossroad from the pub. Like, it would just be on the way just out. Pay him to send him away. Just like, mm. we've got to give him a pizza or oh, right. the ball's on someone like that. That's fucking great.
3: I got a bit of a crazy dark story. Uh, this is about the mayor of Wollongong, one of the mayors of Wollongong. His name's Frank Arkell.
0: Have you heard of him? Is this the recent like not recent, like five years ago the, the sex scandal thing or saying, was it? It's or? one of many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember it was in the there was like a bit of a sex scandal in the in the government in a, in in yeah, there's like construction t- maybe or, some two or something. Two pretty
3: huge ones. This is a this is probably the more sinister one. The other <laughs> one I also have some stuff on. But Frank Arkel, he was like known for his promotion of Wollongong and he coined like the term wonderful Wollongong. To like advertise it, yeah. and he um he was like I was going like to <laughs> say, <laughs> That's a sign of it. like, i I
4: <laughs> 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 Based
3: on what happens to Frank Arkell, I I'm not surprised really, because uh, so he was like a big advocate of the city, and like apparently in the 80s it was struggling economically, and he kind of steered it through the skid, and like it, a lot of people thought he was like the city's savior, but uh. I mean, his big dark secret, huge pedophile. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah. And so, like, he has- like seems like, like a
2: prerequisite to be a mayor in this country is to <laughs> have to <be laughs> a pedophile. I
3: mean, every town. It's like, it's if it's got unreal. a private school, there's a network of pedophile yeah. teachers. If it doesn't have a private school, someone in parliament's a pedophile. Yeah, if there's not a parliament there, there's a pedophile <laughs> hanging around. Somewhere. But uh, so like he had a secret life for like years, like preying on young boys, and it didn't become public until after he left. Like, I how It
0: couldn't have been a secret life, (laughs) (laughs)
4: you (laughs) know. Wow, yeah, exactly.
2: It's even worse. He kept it open. Pedophile. (laughs) 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 was honest about it. Just
3: on the bench, being like, as a pedophile, (laughs) why don't we put more wet and wilds in (laughs) the middle of the city?
0: You kept this (laughs) a (laughs) secret.
4: And
3: the worst thing is, you lied about (laughs) it, (laughs) Frank. But yeah so um he um <laughs> basically like he left public office and then there was this huge um anti-corruption like investigation into pedophile pedophilia like in the um government and uh, this anti-pedophile campaigner outed him in state parliament by asking if he was this identity known as W1 who was under investigation for having sex with underage boys and basically Arkel he was this man who could do no wrong savior of the city And then basically like forced into hiding. Forced makes it sound like he was a victim here. (laughs) He he went into hiding because like and he denied all the allegations and he was trying to clear his name and he was due to appear in court in nineteen ninety eight to like dispute the fact that he was named in this investigation, but then he was found brutally murdered in his home oh. with his like own Rotary Club pins, like shoved in his eyes oh, and like cheeks and stuff. Whoa. So like police, the police went about investigating <sighs> it. And like from a tip off from like a friend of this person, uh, they found out it was a name named Mark Valera. And so they're prepared, they're gearing up to arrest Mark Valera. But then Mark Valera walks into Wollongong police station. And is like, yeah, I did it. I killed this guy. And he had also killed another bloke, like, two weeks prior, like, decapitated this other guy. Yeah. and um, Doesn't keep
2: secrets, this guy. You yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's an open book. <laughs> yeah.
3: So he said he killed um, Arkell because he was a very, very horrible man. And so, like, once Arkell was dead, like, all these articles started pouring about, out about his secret life of being a pedophile because um, apparently what he was doing was he was? Uh, <laughs> I have to
2: describe pedophilia <laughs> to <Yeah. it>. us. <laughs> yeah. he was he was getting these boys. Yeah.
3: But no, he w- he had been like suing publications for defamation right. when he became aware that people were writing for him. So this guy Valera, he goes to trial and he uses. I'm not sure if this works anymore, but he used that the homosexual advance defense. You know where you're like, oh, this gay bloke was coming on to me and I wanted none of it, so I killed him. And right. like that used to like help. And he basically yeah, it Probably
0: still works in <laughs> 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 And
3: so basically This guy claimed Like um, Arkel Like came on to him And like like think you're gonna,
0: gonna say time. Yeah It's a great <laughs> name For a pedophile it? And it's a crazy story But like The reason why this story Could never be like a Like a document There's nothing cool about it yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. horrible Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. But there is a like a wild
3: twist. So like this guy Valera, who murdered Arkell, says that he claimed his father like used to assault him when he was a kid, and that's why he grew up to be like a guy who like targeted like predatory homosexual <laughs> pedophiles and stuff. And so the homosexual advance defense it failed, and he got sentenced to life without parole. He was the third person I think in the history of Australia to be sentenced to life without parole. And then two weeks after he was sentenced, his dad, the person that he claimed molested him was found dead in his home. And nice. the crime was orchestrated by Mark Valera's sister who got her boyfriend to do it while she was in another room with her young daughter.
4: Oh my yeah. God. Jesus And so Christ.
3: so basically Valera's sister was like, Yeah, he fucking like he did all this shit to my brother and I blame him for how my brother turned out. So I asked my boyfriend to off him. And then they all ended up Jeez. the whole family ended up so going she was to jail. Mad. All her day. brother
2: went to jail for murder, so to- Yes. She orchestrated a murder
0: Yeah I mean the dad's, a, dad's a terrible fun. guy too Yeah yeah like, yeah But yeah. like
2: she, That's why she was yeah. mad
0: yeah. I mean it kind of sounds like His defence was a little bit true too to yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah Apart from the homosexual advance part the Yeah the, the yeah yeah abusing, But
3: they're yeah. yeah So then eventually The whole family got sent to jail And that that's what happened with them And yeah. then like there was I think there's a huge like article From like the Sydney Morning Herald Weekender About like Arkell's Like activities And like what a piece of shit he was
2: and So it, no like, one knew he was a bad dude Until he got killed basically. <laughs> no, no 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 one no knew one it, knew publicly. People,
3: people knew he was a bad dude um, after this uh, royal commission, and people were like saying, "Like, oh, he's the guy, he's the pedophile." And he was like, "I'm not." And he was about to go to court, and that's when he got killed.
1: Oh, shit! So, and and he is boyfriend uh, of the year on that guy. Like, it's hard enough to get me to go to like a family dinner, let alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if not if your dad, dad. <laughs> It's a big <laughs> ask. And I Do think he have to. <laughs> <laughs> I he think isn't. he's like the
3: second or third like Wollongong mayor who's like a sh- has a huge history of pedophilia as well. There were tons if of they articles. They just to pull came- the- were upfront
1: about it. You yeah. know what I mean? That's the problem. Oh. Well, I thought you were definitely going to talk about the one because there was that chick who was. Boning people for oh, yeah. like, so train, like, 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 like licenses, years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they'd be like for a dri- for a no for like building like for a driver's license. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> this, that, that's a that,
3: that is a this is good because Duggan mentions like talked about this with like his mates at the pub, but it it's it was the table of knowledge scandal. Right. So that's what they called it. So that there was this little kebab shop um um in North Beach uh, that like was. <laughs> an infamous meeting spot basically like in 1997 apparently these these a bunch of business blokes like started the tradition of like having coffee there and like talking about how they were gonna like use their money to improve wollongong and solve all the wollongong problems and like the first like public knowledge of the table of knowledge came out in 2004 when like uh, one of the founding members died because he fell into an empty tank at the port Kembla sewage treatment plant like he just went nine meters down and Splat and then, like, the table of knowledge became uh, public.
2: So, hold on, what he they pushed him.
3: What? No, no, no. He was just like there and he slipped and he fell <laughs> right. down. He's just like, hanging so out of the sewage plant. This doesn't point.
2: sound right. Yeah. <laughs> it it sounds like he a mafia. Just in
0: the <laughs> <stairs>. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, at least he fell in the sewage Walking in there and died by himself. <laughs> <there laughs> <and then laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. we probably... war. You, could, you know
2: when you go around the sewage
3: treatment plant, you <laughs> know, mean, at having least, a look in the empty ones. I mean, would you prefer to die by falling in the empty tank or the full tank? Like, if you were just like, yeah, he drowned in shit. Like I'm
2: sitting at home, dude. I'm not doing this. I'm not visiting
0: the treatment plant. And drowning <laughs> yeah. and shit could be one of the worst ways Drowning is one of the worst ways So yeah. drowning and shit yeah. It's actually the worst Yeah, There's like a
1: famous thing I think like In Germany somewhere in like The 13th century There was a castle and a, like all the nobility Like King of England ev- like Everybody around came for like a big um, You know event whatever it was Like a conference essentially And the way they'd set it up was like All the sewerage is under where the dining room is and the weight of all the people being in there collapse the whole fucking floor. And so, like, the King England, like, drowned his shit. The fucking <laughs> oh. King and all. Like, everyone was drowning shit. <laughs> Took out all the nobility. Damn, that rocked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find I was, I was looking okay, at so it the other day. So, why, when that guy died, did the Table of Knowledge be formed?
3: Uh, no, it, it had been formed before. So, he died, and that's when it became, like, public. People were, like, doing obits for him and like, the Ill War Mercury right. being like, hey, and they've got this thing called the Table of Knowledge. What? But it basically, like, resurfaced again when this woman, Beth Morgan, who was, um, on the Wollongong council. She was a big land plan. She got sacked because she was involved in the assessment or approval of four major Wollongong developments worth 135 million. And basically she approved all these because she was having sex with all of the people that put the assessment requests through and use, and like took payments, like bribes to handbags, cash, like perfume and fucking. And she basically put them through. So like a lot of like the Wollongong, like, as we know it now, the building is all done from this like sex for property scandal. So hold on.
2: She was having sex with them and then approving their license. Yeah. yeah so she's yeah. like, I'll approve your license if you fuck me. And the guy's like, okay. Like,
3: hold on. What's the catch? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't go into the catch part of it too much, but yeah, but basically she like accepted all these things and she had been involved with like I, I, three or four people. And, like, she obtained approvals for, like, $100 million, like, properties because she was just fucking all these people. And then, um yeah, that's when the other table of knowledge, like, stuff, because she had started attending these meetings as well. And she would bring, like, she, she was going was, under the table of knowledge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's a mom, too. So she's bringing a six-month-old, like, child to the table of knowledge meetings being, like, yeah, well, I mean, we could get this like waterfront building because, up if you know you you fuck my pussy and stuff. So Jesus. I was like, muffs, you know. Like. <laughs> Fucking hell. But yeah. So that um, that happened and like it it made um.
1: Was she that Ford or was that a little bit of Jamie Kirk?
3: Colour commentary Did That was a Colour commentary Jesus I should say Allegedly <laughs> I guess
1: She said And I quote
4: Fuck my pussy <laughs> like, Yeah
3: But um So yeah That like um That really exposed The table of knowledge And it made the bloke Who owned the kebab shop Really mad <laughs> Because like <laughs> Can you guys get out Of my kebab <laughs> shop <laughs> Yeah well because Apparently like Once that happened Like the media Started to come down To the kebab shop And he's like Man we're just like An honest kebab shop Like we opened (laughs) at 5 in the morning we close at 4 in the morning we sell milk we sell newspapers all these people have come down and he got really mad because the Daily Telegraph like went and wrote about the table of knowledge and All said right, it was...
0: So this guy opens at five and shuts at four. Yeah, <laughs> he's
3: got a one-hour period. one-hour
0: sleep a day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming he lives upstairs. I'm going to do a lot yeah, of time. travel probably time. One time hour well. sleep, I'd <laughs> probably
3: have a pretty short fuse. Yeah, I'd well, be cranky you know? too. But he was saying that, like, the Daily Telegraph, they called the cafe dingy, and he got really mad because he was like, this reporter didn't even come down to my cafe. Like, I've called her, and she hasn't returned the call. But, uh, it was called the North beach kebab shop. It's now gone. Uh, unfortunately it's been shut down. Did you ever go there?
0: No, not that I remember. Not that I may possibly, but Never no. saw anyone yeah.
3: exchanging sex for no, property
0: wasn't down there? I was invited to that table. Raising another table. Just looking over. and Just like, oh,
2: fuck. Yeah. You know, I just sneak over there? You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all fucking
0: each other. <laughs> Ray just sits down next them. <laughs> Man, there was some iconic like food places, though, growing up. There yeah? was, like, Chico's. Oh. Chicken shop is still there. Like, it's in Taraji. But, like, they had, like... And it's insane to say these prices now, but like it was like five dollars schnitzel burger and a big schnitzel, like and that was just like your classic like schnitzel lettuce, mayonnaise. But you could probably get add-ons, and I don't even think it was like anything extra and a drink for five bucks you know <laughs> wow. and that was like you know you'd get that at uni you'd get that i think it went up to like seven bucks you're okay with that now it's only like fucking 15 bucks or so, it's unreal right? isn't it but yeah it was like it's a good late like, little haunt to the five, you know? the chicos like it's synonymous chicos if you grow up there like in my age group i reckon that and uh, so that was and then there was like a rival one called caesars and they were just like sort of the exact same shop and mm. they would do it too and you'd sort of go to these schnitzel burgers at either <laughs> places. Yeah. Play them off against each other. What one did you reckon was better? Um... <laughs> I, I Well, just, I was just a Chico's guy because it was closer to my place and yep. that was yeah. where I started. But I would go to Caesars too, but it, was, it wasn't like... You're putting
1: enough add-ons on your chicken burger too. He's like, this is just a Godfather pizza
2: again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sort of the like, pizza can I have uh, pizza Bacon, base? lettuce and <laughs> tomato. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to invent that one myself. No, that's a BLT, brother.
0: <laughs> you know? And then the North Wollongong Hotel had like... Uh, North Wollongong Pub had like... $7.50 like meals like growing up like Ooh, like yeah steak and stuff like pie. that you my, know,
2: yeah like, my not so the good. pub knew he had northern star and it was like they had like pints massive pints that were like oh, some day of the week it was either like four bucks or five bucks or something and then they had these full-on meals that were 10 bucks proper massive big meals and that was like just like every day you just go there like four nights a week. You know what I mean? Yeah, Sit yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. And it was not a, you know, you go have a pub meal now and there's like a tiny little bit of shit. It's like, yeah, 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 they're probably yeah, yeah. the cutting corners. Now this was like, you couldn't finish it. Yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. It's fun I to reckon
0: just, like Newcastle, the difference is my theory of like Newcastle and Wollongong. Just because like is like that extra hour away, mm. it's developed, it's like a little bit more of its own sort of yeah. um, culture or like identity, so to say. Mm. Whereas like Wollongong, because it's just like, since I was a kid, it just doesn't have an identity. It feels like it's kind of a university town. It's got these coal mining roots. I mean, I suppose Newcastle does too, but still yeah. working roots. But like, they're they're kind of gone now, but they're still ingrained. And in then you've got like the surfing aspect of it you've Got the sport and rugby league aspect of it, but it's just and you got the it's kind of just doesn't have a feel. But yeah, whereas Newcastle's developing its own, like you know, you've got Derby Street and you've got things yeah, like that, absolutely. Where, where it's like Wollongong. Newcastle, Newcastle is like a really have that Newcastle
2: no. is like the big city of that area. Like all of the regional towns, like kids will go into Newey, like you know, like that's the big smoke, you know, yeah. which I don't think Wollongong, they obviously have the suburbs, but like Maitland and Cessnock and like. Nelson's Bay are like other cities, mm. like t- tiny, but they are cities where that they'll go into new So Newy has that, yeah, more of its own identity. Whereas yeah. Wollongong, I feel like if you guys are in Wollongong and you want a big night out, you just go into Sydney, right? like well, there's th-
0: still people like now and that go to to Wollongong. I suppose there's still a bit of that. I suppose just the proportions, yeah, yeah more yeah, yeah. in like as in like Wollongong feels so transient. When I go back there to see my parents now, it's like who's there? Like it's like students. Like who would stay there and start a life there from a younger age? Not that mm. there's anything wrong with that, but I just, what kind of business and industries would you go into? Yeah, like, it's so you close. Do? To I don't Sydney. know what you do, and then, then, then you've got like, all through all and Ostermere in the northern part of Wollongong, which people are pretty much just living in Sydney nowadays and commuting back. And Most forth.
2: people would, yeah, yeah. 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 I um because you went to Wollongong Uni, you said it's. I did find um a Wollongong. Uh, famous resident, Wollongong Uni. Um, and I didn't know he was from Wollongong, but one of the most interesting people I've ever read about is um, Dr. Carl. Oh, yeah. You yeah, guys yeah. know Dr. Carl?
0: Mm, I yeah. did a gig with him two nights ago. He's Holy a, shit! He did a spot at the comedy store. Oh, I didn't
2: yeah. know he was doing. I'll have to add it to this list of shitty stuff because oh. uh, <laughs> it wasn't too crash hot.
0: Oh, it was just like Stop stories. It wasn't like stand up, stand up. No jokes. Yeah, yeah, You're know, like yeah, yeah. Carl. Come on, mate. Punch <laughs> it up. You know, <laughs> 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 he's had an interesting life. You oh, know,
2: it's,
3: so incri- you can just tell, it's incredible. Tell some of that, I
0: guess. So do people you
3: know. go ape shit when he walks on stage?
0: Or people? Oh, they shit. always go nuts when they see someone on the TV. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, they're quite excited. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You're um, working on your comedy for you know 12 years, and then some guy just walks in off from fucking ABC and like this guy rules. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: it? but at least he's from ABC. It's like I've always said. This is the fucking like. A basketball player could, could probably get a bigger round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, oh, the weatherman, or something. Scotty, Scotty Chipperfield, yeah. yeah, <laughs> I don't Andrew Bogut coming <laughs> on. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, but then I couldn't. I didn't. Like I knew we had a bit of an interesting past. But so, Doctor Carl, um, he was born in in Sweden. His parent, he was he was raised. He's told he was Swedish and a Christian, but he was in fact Jewish, and his parents didn't tell him that because they were both. Holocaust survivors, both of them. Fuck. His Whoa. dad wasn't Jewish. His dad was a Polish Gentile who was turned into the Gestapo for smuggling Jews out of Poland. And he was imprisoned in a, a concentration camp. And uh, uh, to avoid execution, he swapped identities with a dead person by bribing a guard with a tin of sardines. So wow. that's how his dad gets out. His mum was that's a Jew. That's probably
3: good for a 10 at the store, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Is, is,
2: yeah you got 10 minutes of that for sure. So then his mum was, was a Jew and was sent to Auschwitz and she only escaped when the Nazis ran out of Zyklon B at the end of the war. Otherwise she would have been killed. Fucking. So they both then their mum and dad didn't know each other. They both fled to Sweden just randomly and they met and Carl was born there. Parents worried about like the Cold War and you know being Jewish and, in Europe at the time in the early in the late forties, decided to flee for the USA. They missed the boat. They got on the one the next day, which just happens to go to Australia. It's the only reason they're here. And then he ends up in Wollongong. And uh, he goes to Carl goes to Edmund Rice College in West Wollongong, and then he goes to University of Wollongong, gets a Bachelor of Science degree, um, and then he starts as a job like oh, well,
0: mate, just like, similar to me. Yeah, so
2: then he was uh, his job um, during uni. He was a ditch digger in Dapto, so he was digging ditches in Fuck, in yeah. Dapto. He then he worked all. I don't know what he was doing, but he worked as a filmmaker, a car mechanic, a TV weatherman, a taxi driver in Sydney. And then at one point he was a roadie for Slim Dusty, Bo Diddley and Chuck Berry. (laughs) This is like the most ridiculous fucking run-up of a resume. Yeah, it's
3: really put in my special skills section
4: at the (laughs) bottom of my resume. Microsoft (laughs) Word and Excel advanced. Proficient in PowerPoint.
0: (laughs) Let's make it my one-year gap year.
2: So uh, so after he finished uni, he um, got a job as a physicist working at the Steelworks in Wollongong. He designed a machine to test the strength of steel. Made for use in Melbourne in a bridge they are building in Melbourne. He was asked to fake the results of the tests. Oh,
0: yeah, he told me this. This is what he was saying. on. Yeah.
2: Yeah, really? Yeah. He, well, he just said, I only know that he asked, he was asked to fake the tests and he resigned from it because I guess they're pressuring him to say the steel was fucking oh. stronger than it was. So he designed the machine and then they said, just bump it up. And like, he's like, no, I'm not doing that. Um, Off a bridge? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he man. said
0: Which the next place he worked asked him to lie too, wherever that was, and oh. he quit there too. That's Shit. what he's saying, right? Yeah. And I
2: didn't, I didn't see that one, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to trust his word over of, of Wikipedia, you know. <laughs> uh, but he did say he worked for Fred Hollows, you know, the eye doctor Fred Hollows. And it he, wasn't him that talked about <laughs> <it. laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, And like, some guy can't see, and he's like, same. He can fucking see. Um, and he, uh, he got a. Um, He's Did Dante mo-
3: raised money for Fred Hollows. Yeah. All yeah, yeah sure, sure. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that was a
2: great. Did you remember? You must have done Dante kid oh you must know man him. I've
0: never done it I don't think I have and he's got me on his website saying I've done it <laughs> <laughs> they
4: put uh, it up all the
0: time like in earlier days so and I was like that's great it was sad that he was like using my name anyway it's like the big draw card <laughs> <laughs> they're like that wasn't even true in itself I was like yeah.
2: I remember I did a gig once and Donate was like we've raised uh, we've been donating I'm not going to do the voice because you know but uh, it was like 20 <laughs> years of donating to Fred Hollows Foundation the crowd and I, was, I heard the crowd and someone was like oh wow he goes, yeah, we've, we've given over $800. <laughs> and she just goes, oh, <laughs> like, like, just don't
3: say take the second it, part. Ticket price is $40 a head as
2: well. <laughs> but anyway, he worked for, so Carl worked for Fred Hollows and he invented a machine to pick up the electrical signals off the human retina that is diagnosed diagnose certain eye diseases. So mm. This is great. And then he just decided, alright I'm going to do a degree in medicine. So he does that. That's when he becomes Dr. Carl at, um, at the age of 32 and then he started working in hosp- children hospitals around Camperdown and some kid died of whooping cough because people weren't vaccinating the kids and he got really upset about it. So he went on TV to push the efficiency of vaccines, which kicked started his media career. Damn. So then, so he's voted, like, he's just had this crazy, you know, he's on Triple J and ABC and all those
1: shows. Like, he's just like the king of Did science. Did say when he started wearing the shirts? No, I mean, yeah, probably. I wonder if that's like a lifelong, you know. What do you think? You know he's always wearing wacky shirts? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah they don't have a wacky search session on Wikipedia. Yeah, well, they to
0: should. It's right under personal
4: life. Like, was he ditching?
0: So you, you, you can have, have a look at his school photo from <laughs> Edward Rollins. <Lawrence. laughs> <laughs> Everyone's in the school <laughs> uniform and <laughs> yeah, hands yeah, him in a Hawaiian a shirt. shirt. And right, and
3: he, like. he was asked to leave school for too <laughs> many <minutes, laughs>
2: right, yeah. 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 okay, um, But he was voted a National Living Treasure, Father of the Year 2003, Centenary Medal, Reader's Digest voted him the ninth most trusted person in Australia. Father of the year is a bit much. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, it's not. You just it. get the mug yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Father, yeah, it was awarded by his kids. <laughs> <up there.
2: laughs> um, but then I love this because all of that—that's his big life—and then he decides two thousand seven run for federal election in the Senate, and uh, you know he's pretty much kicking goals his whole his whole life, and then he 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 goes to, he uh, runs in the climate change party. They need six hundred thousand votes to get elected. He gets 37,000 votes. Slightly more than the fishing party with twenty-seven thousand votes, but slightly less than the shooters, fishing, and lifestyle party <laughs> with forty-five thousand votes. So
0: the fishing Party's clearly letting down the shooting fishing. <laughs> <and> the <laughs> yeah. They split over. their vote. You know what I mean? <laughs> like,
2: I know he needs to. They need to combine forces. But um, yeah, so then he didn't. He didn't. Uh, didn't succeed in his in his election career. But there you go. That's Doctor. Guess Kyle. you got to
3: fail at one thing to keep. I know. I feel right? like he's
2: doing every other. He's freaking medicine, science, TV, wacky shit. You know He's everything But Digging ditches Digging ditches But he's a Wollongong hero So there you go Fuck yeah, I, g- I can't believe you did a gig with him That's great yeah, Was yeah, it the yeah. store?
0: Yeah yeah He was doing his solo show Like he was doing like a, Which is kind of A bit of a, like a funny lecture Like science and stuff like that And chatting And then Did a spot in the second show He just came and told, told a story He was watching it And then He was a nice guy? Really nice and loves comedy and stuff Oh and that's yeah.
2: awesome Oh, we can try to fucking message him to come on and yeah, he yeah. won't reply. And He's then no, that'll be that. DM, <laughs> yeah. Like, I heard the wacky shirt thing. Yeah, <laughs> we want to know get to the bottom of these wacky shirts. What shit. was, comes your, here what a was plane your first shirt.
3: job in Wollongong Ray?
0: Oh, I didn't like, I worked for like, um. my dad owns like a business, a small business. I worked for like an electronics shop down the road there, like in their storeroom and stuff like that. And then like. did like work experience uh at places there but i suppose my first job yeah yeah, um fuck man i've had like a few different like i've never had an actual job like an actual career but i've had like heaps of random little jobs and stuff like that yeah Mm. so like i did work for like a marketing company at one point i worked for like a you know retail shops thing never been
2: fired or anything.
0: Yeah I have like <laughs> but not like nothing like nothing too crazy. No I quit like I worked I worked at, like the NRMA call center like oh, in yeah. Sydney and I just quit one day in the middle of the day I remember that like I was reading the book Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> and I got real motivated. Fuck like, this place, this place, and I went home. And I just remember, like the next day, I was like, "Well, that's a bit much. Can't <laughs> <laughs> go back there, the you know." <laughs> oh, shit. And then, yeah, but then I had one like the, the I had a job at um where's this wine call center? Yeah, that was crazy. That was like um and a few comedians and like. It was like set up. It's the craziest place. This is I always think of this. So it's called Cellar Force when I worked there. Matt O'Kai was the first person I knew that worked there. He got me a job there. And it was set up. It's since been sold to like Woolworths. And now it's a big thing, a legitimate thing. But when it was starting, and I came into it and it'd already been starting and up and running for a bit. But it was like a boiler room for like yeah. for like selling wine, oh, right? right? Like okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. like this guy had figured out this um this guy and his friend had figured out uh that, that you could sell wine on the phone somehow. <laughs> like right like because <laughs> old people still have phones and they yeah, like and and they, they like wine. wine. Yeah. So I think it must have been doing in other con- happening in other countries or something like that. So what they do is they go to wineries and like I think wine's like a sort of product there's a word for it, like a proper term for it, but like once it's made, like it's it's decreasing in value. You've got to sell it because it's like and then like it just goes to waste half of it. So you can sell it. So um, they'd go to the to wineries and be like, hey, can we, if we can sell like these wines here, can we get 50% of the, right. the profit? And they'd yeah. be like, yeah, if you can sell it, sure, yours or whatever. And then so they'd set up at wineries, hey, would you like to hear the latest wine special or the latest, join the wine membership club here and get their phone numbers like that. And so it started with one or two wineries. And by the time I started at this company, it was kind of like... A, leg- a legitimate company. And I say that with, like, my fingers in the air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, um, so... And it was set up by, like, one of the guys was not an actor. But the other guy was an actor. So he would get... He got all his acting friends. And I mm. think he was from Queensland. And I think he was from, like, a QET or, or the university that yep. Matt went to, yep. I think, too. And, like, so a lot of those actors from there started working there. And... So people are neighbours and shit like that they'd just be working there you'd be like oh alright like. <laughs> <laughs> Toadie's like, on the tools yeah. again yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like so here's where the, like, the dodgy part was like where it's like, like you're pretending you're at the wineries so at every and, and like by the time I'm on there it's like multiple wineries across Australia. So you go from pretending you're in Perth, <laughs> pretending you're in Melbourne, to pretending you're in, like, everywhere. Like, you're just like, hi, oh, it's Ray here calling up from Coriol Wines in the, uh... Yeah, John, yeah, just doing the membership call, mate. This, uh, and then, like, by the time I went there, these lists had been so, um... uh They'd just done this so long, so there's different tiers of lists. So, so there's people that buy every time... People that, and then there was the cold, the cold calls with the people who just signed up. Mm. And they had about like a, I think it was like, oh, that, they weren't even that cold. They were like a 40% conversion rate or something <laughs> like that. So the top list were like a 100% conversion rate. And like, I made friends with like my team leaders. So I'd get all the good ones. So I'd just sit there, just pretty much like filling out these forms for people's wines and trying to upsell them on their old orders and stuff like that. But you just, like, the call would drop in and you'd be like, you know, pretending you're in the Margaret River, pretending, and I, my mental state would be, like, I'd pretend I was, like, a cellar hand. Like, I'd be like, yeah, I just work in the cellar. I'm just, like, moving the boxes around. <laughs> <laughs> like, get into character, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm stepping like... on the grapes as we speak, <laughs> you know, I'd yeah, be like, yeah, I'm, uh, it's Ray here from Belgadia, stay in the Yarra Valley, and they'd be like, mate, how is that post office down the road still? you'd be like... Yeah, mate, yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> how's Tony down there? Oh, mate, you know Tony? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> right. what you're trying you to answer everything as vain as possible. And they be like, how's the weather down there? Oh, mate, you know Victoria, mate. You know not i <laughs> 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 And then be like, yeah, yeah, mate, yeah. <laughs> you would be like pulling up the app on your phone. There's a cyclone happening. And then, yeah, so that was like a crazy job. And I always think about that, just pretending. And then like, and... It was like sell, 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 sell. So the wineries would come in every day. So by the time I started working there, it was they were like the number one wine salespeople in like Australia sort of thing. So like wineries were just like seeking them out. Go, like, will you will you sell our products and stuff like this? And then they sold to Woolworths and now they're part of like Dan Murphy's Langton sort of thing. And then it changed. Like I remember I think it was just as I was leaving, it was like sort of got legitimized and you had to like the scripts and you had to say you were calling on behalf of like yeah, I had yeah. to say I'm calling him a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. But Jeez. the winery guys would come in and you'd have a wine tasting you'd have a wine tasting every day at like midday before you start work. So you drink like wine every day. <laughs> <And> <laughs> what kind of job is this? Man, it was so crazy. It was just like walking around with a glass of wine at midday, people from neighbours around, like musicians <laughs> around and shit. And then people just take like heaps of time off work to go do an acting job or something on T V you'd see him on TV and you'd be like, Oh, that's a guy sitting next to me. <laughs> 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 They're real good at acting then, yeah, then, um, But yeah That was like a Pretty It oh, is yeah. so oh, an sick. incredible job Yeah I wish it
3: still existed In its original form I'd ask him for a job <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty awesome. What types of tasting The <laughs>
2: sellers were like Searching you guys out, But they could call Pretending they were From the place you know what I mean Why not they just Fucking call people it's I suppose crazy. you
0: just Gotta outsource a sale. Like they did put you through When I was there When I started They put us through Like Two weeks training Of like Paid like wine tasting, and like so, I have got like some wine qualification, and then but like just just learning the script, I suppose, and yeah, learning right. to navigate through that. I guess it's you the, know, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So yeah, so you have to in the training learn a little bit. So if someone's like, hey, Shiraz, you're not just like. Red. Yeah, Shaz is great.
0: (laughs) I knew nothing before I started there. I just knew like red wine and white wine. I knew there was different types, but I had no idea like what was what. And then like I learned pretty quickly, I learned the regions and I learned that. But then... You know, people just throw out a question, you just lie and be like, well, Google it afterwards like, Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. Um, All right, Ray.
3: right. We've got two more questions for you, mate. If someone yeah. is coming down to your area for a whole day and they want something to do morning, afternoon and night, what do you tell them? It doesn't have to be just Mount Oosley, it can be the whole of Wollongong if you want
0: They're coming for the morning, afternoon and night. Well, yeah. I would go to the beach in Wollongong. I think the beach is pretty good. Yeah. Um, Known for its beaches, afternoon you have you're gonna have a bit of trouble passing the time there. I'd say. <laughs> 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 the speed time. Afternoon, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of something that doesn't involve drinking or something like that. But um, I know what you. I know, okay. Actually, let me change. The morning, I would take a long road and a long trip. So you're driving from Sydney, I'm imagining. Yep. Um, you'd go down the. What's the new road? Um, the Stanwell Park. Do so you guys know what I'm talking about? Is that the like Stanwell the cliff, cliff that goes off the cliff. cliff yeah, that's cool. Man, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. That's like some James Bond movie. Yeah, shit. Yeah. And like, it's just pretty. No one knows about. It. Like, I mean, people know about it, but like, if that was in Europe or something like this, it'd be like a, you know, one of the most like visited places, Mm. it's so amazing, you're driving on like these amazing cliffs, it's just like water, so I'd drive down there, I'd take a really long morning driving down there, making stops, having coffee, stuff like that, then I'd get to Wollongong, I'd go to a beach, I'd probably go to to North North Wollongong Beach, um, and I'd go for a swim there, then in the evening I would go for uh I'd go for some beers on the beach there somewhere probably at, at at um I'm a bit out of touch with where to go for a beer but Northwold Hotel's pretty uh, this could that could be a really um bad choice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know like what's suss cool suss them out what, just go no, to a nice cool yeah, yeah. now but like
2: they change. it changes every fight in Nui like pretty you know, big the, local the cool like. local is now like shit and the old grungy shit bag hotel is now cool and yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. different vibe like yeah, every they sort party. of go through waves so yeah, yeah, once, yeah. they become
0: shit for a while and they come back up and yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so you can't trust that just go so but like actually that last bit of Wollongong hotel wouldn't be but I'd go for a nice I'd go for a beer somewhere cool awesome that's a good day
3: and the last question, Ray, is yeah. your comedy career has ascended to the highest heights you can ever imagine. Yeah. When all is said and done, would you settle down in Wollongong or Mount Oosley?
0: Oh, oh, not in a bad way. It's just that, I don't know. Yeah, no, I doubt, I doubt it. I doubt it. No. Eh, not, in not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. Just so I don't. I'm sort of disconnected to it now. When I go back to Wollongong, I get kind of like nice nostalgic vibes that I miss it, but also feel a little bit sad too just because... Oh, it's a bit sleepy and mm, uh, mm. but like it's really nice. But there are areas in Wollongong that really like I like to rule and up there, North Cold and and Ostermere and stuff like that. So,
2: not set I don't one know. down forever, but not bad possibly, for a trip. Possibly,
0: possibly, but who knows? Yeah, yeah. That's
2: a
3: good Beautiful. answer. And do you have anything you want to plug, mate?
0: Um, no, I mean, no, well, you know, I, I live in London and I come back here a lot, so um, yes, I've got instagram and website so if you just check that i suppose what's your insta handle uh it's just ray badrin one word and then and and website's raybadrin.com if you ever see
3: badrin on a comedy lineup i highly recommend you go see it he's a fantastic comic and if you ever see him and Crookshank do their show together, you got to go see it, baby. Oh, the deadly door. They invented the double MC <laughs> that, <me, laughs> that me and Ben then took and said we invented. <laughs> but Perfect. Uh, apart from that, guys, please rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Music. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel where full video gets released every Tuesday. We're also on all social media, so just hit us up on there when you can. We love hearing your tips or the feedback. We also have shirts for sale. They are flying <laughs> off the shelves and you can buy Buy them from the link in our uh, bio on our Instagram page. Apart from that, Ray, what a pleasure thanks, having oh, you here. Thanks, thanks for having you me on. Oh, it was good to everybody. see you. Love this. Yeah, yeah, you too, too, man. We'll see you later, guys. See you later, guys. See you later, guys.